0: Coming up next in The Ziggler Show. I've got um, a game plan for what to do when chatter begins to brew that I don't really have to think about implementing. And I think that gives me a real advantage because I don't, like when I find myself starting to worry about something or ruminate, I don't have to stop and think, what am I going to do? Is there anything I can do? I know exactly what to do. And so the first thing I do is... We talked about this during the other episode. I, I try to give myself advice using my own name, try to work through a problem. I try to put it in perspective. I think about how I'm going to feel about this down the road. It's remarkable to me. Like Sometimes I've got some really, really stress-provoking engagements on the horizon. No matter what it is, I think that how am I going to feel a week after it? It usually
1: takes that edge off. Welcome to The Ziegler Show. I'm your host, Kevin Miller. This podcast has a simple premise, and it's to take the wisdom of self-help and personal development and break it down as to how it relates to our world today, to your world today. You can dig in more with each episode at kevinmiller.co. In this episode, I'm back with Ethan Cross, author of Chatter the voice in your head, why it matters, and how to harness it. Ethan is a PhD and one of the world's leading experts on controlling the conscious mind, which we discussed in episode 977. Here, we walk through his personal habits for success. And as all of our habits are generally achieved or not, as a result of the winning voices in our heads, Ethan has some profound perspectives on how to achieve his habits. You're gonna wanna hear perspectives you'll be able to harness for yourself after listening to this show. You can connect and find Ethan at Ethan Cross. That's with a K, K K-R-O-S-S, ethancross.com. If you're new to Ziggler, and our coach or want to become one? Let the Ziegler family empower you at ziegler.com slash coach leadership program. And now I bring you Ethan Cross and his personal habits for success. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond Bourbon. It really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous, and I got introduced to Heaven Hill Bottled in Bond Bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery I don't know I've ever started a habits show talking about the mental aspect of life, but just coming off talking about your book, Chatter, and our the voices in our head, I want to start there. I mean, so you, as you have talked about so openly in the book, that you are an expert in this category and you're also a human that daily struggles with it. And you've had some significant valleys of your own you know, journey within here. So today, as you wake up and look at your daily habits and how are you going to keep the chatter away or where you want it to be harnessed, as we talked about in the first one, what are some of the, the mental habits that you employ to do so?
0: Well, uh, you know, there's nothing I do preemptively okay. uh, aside from, so I think I, what I, I just said, there's nothing I do except for this. Exactly. What, what I mean by that is so, in part because part of what I do in my research and writing is research tools for managing chatter. I know about what these different tools are, and I've tried a lot about them. I've tried many of those out in my own life, right? It's hard not to know about these tools and then try to give them a shot. And so I've got um, a game plan for what to do when chatter begins to brew that I don't really have to think about implementing. And I think that gives me a real advantage because I don't like when I find myself starting to worry about something or ruminate, I don't have to stop and think, what am I going to do? Is there anything I can do? I know exactly what to do. And so the first thing I do is We talked about this during the other episode. I I try to give myself advice using my own name, try to work through a problem. I try to put it in perspective. I think about how I'm going to feel about this down the road. It's remarkable to me. Like Sometimes I've got some really, really stress-provoking engagements on the horizon. No matter what it is, I think about how am I going to feel a week after it. It usually takes that edge off. Um, If those two tools don't do the trick, then I've got like on my speed dial, three or four people who I consider to be my chatter advisors. And what I mean by that is these aren't just people who I'm really close to and who I can trust and who care about me. They're people who consistently do two things when I call them up and I need some help with a problem I'm dealing with. They A, take some time to listen to me, and learn about what I'm going through, so they show empathy, but they then they don't just get me to express my emotions. They also work with me to help put my experience in perspective. So they, in a certain sense, try to break me out of the chatter. Um, they're not clinical psychologists; they're just very intuitive people who know how to advise others well. And so I'll go to my chatter advisors if I if I need. An additional dose of support, and I'll also um, I'll go for a walk in a green space around my house because we know that that can help too. And nine times out of ten, implementing some combination of those tools is all I need to do, and and I don't get stuck um, in, in a chatter episode as a result.
1: Well, and that hits the categories, the three categories that you talked about in our first show together, the things you can do by yourself, for yourself, the things that involve other people and then environment. So you just walked us down those. You know, we also talked in the first one, you asked me the question of uh, kind of around my awareness and ability. And I said, gosh, in some areas, I feel like a rock star. Uh, in other areas, I, I'm, I'm not so strong. i that's the same thing there with you with chatter. Assuming that there's are some areas where, man, you you kind of got it nailed. You've you've got that down. You've you've gotten masterful in the chatter in this area. Where are your or is your Achilles heel of knowing, man? That's where I'm most in danger, most fragile, in essence.
0: Yeah, for me, it, it tends to be um, like health and well being of my loved ones. That's hmm. where that, th- those are my chatter triggers and. um, uh, like you, in in many other circumstances, you know, I I, I feel like I'm I'm Yoda esque when yeah. it comes to yeah. chatter, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, without the, the 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 grovelly voice, maybe. But yeah. but when it comes to like my kids' well being, um, or my wife or family, that that can be the source of more more chatter
1: of literal um, worry.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I can, I can, I can worry about that stuff and have to have to use more tools to rein that in than, than, um, than chatter that might occur in another context. So this doesn't mean that uh, I, I never experienced chatter about work. Um, you know, I might get a little nervous about something, but, but I can usually nip that in
1: the bud really fast. And so The health stuff is a little bit more disconcerting. So on this, again, I'm asking you your personal habits, but I'm going to keep asking your counsel on the topic that you're an expert in that you're saying that if you know that about yourself, so you have awareness. So Ethan has awareness that when it comes to the health and well-being of his family, you can have the propensity to worry. So that's one when the topic comes up, you take some emotional affirmative action towards fair yeah
0: yeah exactly i think rather than just use two tools i'll use four tools and i'll know that i have to use those four tools so to be a little bit more concrete there going into that people tools bucket like calling up the advisors the chatter advisors that's not my first line of defense usually because you know that takes a little bit more effort and um I don't want to inconvenience other people. Right. I don't want to abuse that, that, that set of tools. If it's, you know, if I'm worried about something with my kids health, I'll, I'll go straight to that people bucket tools. I won't, I won't delay. And, um, and it, it really does help. And so one point here though, is that I have different sets of tools that I'm using to deal with different situations. And, um, and I have the 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 i'm I'm deliberate about this, like I don't have to wait to find those other tools. I know exactly where to go. We actually just did a study recently looking at how people cope with chatter surrounding covid nineteen uh, and one of the interesting things we found was the more tools people used, the better. So what really distinguished people who were the least anxious on a daily basis from those who were the most was. The, the, the least anxious people, they were using the most healthy tools, whereas the people who are the most anxious, they're using lots of unhealthy tools.
1: Yeah. I'm thinking about just the easy, quick medications that I go to, to numb or distract as opposed to. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get the special deal, go to AIRDOCTORPRO.com, ocom Use promo code KEVIN. YahooFinance.com. thankfully the days of building a business website then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone today shopify has fixed all that And buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, it's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, but getting them to actually give their payment info is, and Shopify is king in that department. They also have top tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. Recover.
0: Uh, yeah. And and usually those numbing and distracting tools aren't aren't great long term. But you know what I what I love about so much of the research in this space, Kevin, is that a lot of the the non-medical tools, the thinking tools, the environmental tools that are out there they're not hard to use. Many of them are really, really simple, right? We're just not aware of them. They're in a certain sense, hidden in plain sight. So like using your name to coach yourself through a problem, this is not a hard thing to do. We've done neuroscience research on this. Like it is not overly effortful to switch from thinking about your life using I, the way we typically do, to using your name. And yet it has benefits. Another tool we, we didn't talk about, but that I also sometimes use is um, I'll organize my spaces when I'm experiencing chatter, I'll clean up and organize, which for me is pretty out of character because uh, although you, my office looks like it's relatively well organized it's right now. It's looking
1: good from this direction.
0: Yeah. If I, if I, if I, you want to, you want to see, should I just you turn it divulge?
1: over? Okay. Yeah, okay. See. Well, that makes me feel better. Yeah. You can. Yeah. 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 Yeah, they, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't have, so, I don't have my desk in my view either.
0: Yeah, so it, you know it's a disaster in the other directions. And normally, I'm totally fine by that. Like yeah. I'm the kind of guy who gets out of the shower, you know, towel here, socks there, drives my wife crazy. Doesn't bother me one bit. Yeah. But when I experience a little bit of chatter, yeah. I put everything away. I make it nice and neat. And and we know that that's a tool. It can help people. It provides people with a sense of control that we often feel like we don't have when our mind is. Taking, yeah. taking the reins, so to speak. But think about how easy it is to just tidy up your space. Yeah. Super simple. Probably easier than pouring a drink and and imbibing it, right? And yet, because people don't know about these tools, I think they're less likely to use them.
1: Yeah, I'm thinking help the chatter, get rid of the clutter. I, I do that as well. I'll, I'll. That's the few times that I'll ever tidy up. Is that- Yeah,
0: you and me both.
1: Yeah, but go into the environment- I go, I, I live up in a national forest. I go outside. I had an, an incident a couple of days ago and I left the meeting. I drove to a trail, walked out for 15 minutes and just sat on a rock for, I don't even know how long. And just, that's where I went to get my help. Well, you, you talked about, Health and wellness in regards to your family, but I will just on uh, the personal side, your habits for your own health and wellness. And you talked about in the first show, you made a mention of uh, it sounded like working out, doing some sets, some reps, whatever. So, what does mm-hmm. uh, Ethan Cross do to keep yourself? What do you do on the health and wellness front?
0: What are your habits? Um, well, um, during normal normal times, non-COVID, which mm-hmm. hopefully we're we're getting back to, I will do. Um, high intensity interval training uh, early in the morning. So I'll drop my, my kid off at school, do this orange theory class, which I, I love. Then I will also, um, and I'll walk to work, which is about a mile and a half each way. And um, sometimes I'll go a little bit further. And if I can do both of those things, which I I usually am able to do um, that, that I'm, I'm a really happy, happy camper for a variety of reasons. Um, some of which are, you know, I, my pants feel less tight, which makes me feel nice. You know, a couple months into COVID, some of my shirts were a little snug. It Uh wasn't a nice feeling. I was getting a heartburn for the first time in my life. So I I don't like those, uh, physical experiences, but, but, um, but exercising and, and eating well, um have always been a, a part of my daily routine.
1: That's been one of my great accountability factors throughout my, uh, as I've gotten older, is I, I'm not going to go buy bigger pants. So it's just, it's, yes. I draw a line there. Uh, well, you know, I, but but here's the problem, Kevin, yeah. because I'm with you and except,
0: um, and this coincided to some extent for me with COVID, all of a sudden I was getting these these. Genes that had stretch material built into them, and so it became a little misleading because I, I didn't were... say I didn't do that. Okay, there you go. Okay. So yeah, okay. keeping it keeping it totally real.
1: Keep it totally as long as the number doesn't change. I'm okay with a little stretch action on it. Okay, you mentioned uh, eating well uh, also, and these days there's a myriad of different you know diets that people ascribe to. Do you have anything for yourself?
0: I do. Um, I mean, you know, I also have a secret weapon because my wife's a nutritionist, oh, beautiful. but, um, uh, her philosophy is one that, um, that really resonates with me, which is to not really jump on these fad diet bandwagons, but, 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 you know, you have a lifestyle where, um, that is characterized by moderation. And if you want to indulge a little bit on the weekends or on vacation, you can, so we don't eat red meat. Um, uh, I personally try to minimize my carb intake. That doesn't mean I don't have carbs every day. I absolutely do. And um, I'm talking here about specifically bread and pasta and things like that, which, you know, don't, don't work too well for my body type. So I'll have that a couple of times a week, not every day. Uh, But, you know, fruits, veggies, eggs. um, I do like my, Scone or muffin with tea around three or four o'clock. Don't get it every day I'd like to mm-hmm. but um but that I would say characterizes my diet don't I don't eat after eight, yeah
1: yeah uh friends and family relationships what are some of the habits you've you talked about your family uh, within the first show somewhat and you also talked about like right now you're in one of your busier times maybe ever uh, i'm sure with the with the book and a lot of opportunities around that so what are you doing to keep your what habits are you employing to keep your relationships in the health you want them
0: uh, well i i find it really amazing that um one of the best predictors of of well-being is maintaining good, high-quality relationships. And mm-hmm. I, I definitely try to implement that finding, so to speak, in my life. And so I will uh, either call or text with my closest friends and family on a daily basis. Um, so uh, multiple times a day, I'll often be back and forth with some of that close inner circle. Uh, when I'm home, obviously spending a lot of time with my kids and and wife as well. And uh, when I'm traveling, I'm I'm often on on Facetime uh, and maintaining those social networking habits. Uh, my social relationships definitely bring uh, great joy and meaning to my life, and so I value them dearly.
1: I mean, your work is. I mean, obviously, I'm, I've got your book right here in my hand, and uh, you didn't just write that for fun. You wrote that to influence people. You are influencing people. That's why you're here on the show. And so one of our spokes that I often ask about is habits and what you do in the, in a spiritual context. But I've also been including with that or started to just recently of also if, if there is a spiritual aspect, great, but also just a cause. What is the, the habits you do to really so into the greater vision, the greater purpose, the cause that you feel called to in essence. So however you want to, uh, share with us on that one, you are listening to the Ziegler show and my habits episode with the author of chatter, Ethan cross. We'll be right back. Well, you know, growing up, my
0: the my dad, who I was very close to, um, when we used to talk about, like, hey, what should what should I do when I get older? The message he always gave to me is, whatever you do, um, make sure you're helping people in some way. And it yeah, it's not a very specific uh, <laughs> uh, set of instructions for what to do, how to find a job, but but like I think many of the basic messages our parents give to us early on, that has always stuck around in the back of my head. And so while I went to graduate school, got training in psychology and neuroscience, like it wasn't specifically, I'm going to learn how to do this and and then help people. I've always had that uh, motivation hanging out in the back of my mind. And so whether it's teaching undergrads or graduate students or mentoring students are now trying to take what we know about the science and share it with the world, um, that is a, uh, a personal motivator for me. Uh, I, I derive real um, joy from taking what we know with all the warts that may characterize that scientific knowledge and sharing it with folks with the hope that um, it will not only be interesting to them, but may actually provide people with practical, actionable information they can use to improve their circumstances in some way. Um, so that's something that that uh, gives, gives real meaning to me or provides
1: me with a real sense of meaning. Well, in that, I'll ask, you know, with the book, Chatter, what was, who was the avatar you were writing to? I mean, you've got your family, you've got, you know, students, you've got the culture at large. What was, what was on your mind as you Penned this book.
0: Um, it was the culture at large. It sure. was um, it was going you know going beyond the the scientific field. And the hope was that Chatter would end up being a book that I could show to any one of my scientific colleagues and hold my head up high in doing so. And I, I genuinely feel that that is the case. I'm happy. I've given it to lots of colleagues and, and so forth. But um, but they can read the the articles that are filled with, you know, obnoxious levels of jargon and not be, we have to do it, you know, right. in statistics, but I, I was writing this book to, to get these findings out into the world. Yeah. And there's actually a specific experience that motivated me to do it. I talk about it at the end of the book, which was a student asking me one day in class, right. um, Hey, why didn't anyone teach us about all the stuff that I talk about in Chatter, why didn't we teach about this stuff earlier if it could make a difference in our lives? And I did not have a good answer to her question. And so in part, Chatter was meant to answer that question, which is, hey, this human mind we possess, it's the quarterback for everything, right? And so we've learned a lot about how to harness it, how to manage that mind, and in particular, that voice inside our head. And if you want to understand how to do it, here's what we know.
1: And I appreciate you divulging that. I, I don't normally jump to the back of a book, but after a couple of chapters, I did jump back to the conclusion section and read that, and just appreciated your own candor and humility in in showcasing that. Well, you know, you talked about right now being an exceptionally busy time, and with the book coming out, what are some of the habits that you are relying on now, employing now, to discern? the breadth of your career currently, I'm sure you've got more opportunity than ever. uh, And yet time is finite. You do have a family. You've got your own health and wellness. What are you doing to keep your career in the healthy path you want it to be? Uh, Well, um,
0: I, I try to um, really focus on the opportunities that are most exciting and the, the people and, and jobs that are the most important. So yeah. that's a way of me uh, triaging work because there is not enough time to do everything. So I'm, I'm really deliberate about um, figuring out where to put my time. Uh, that's number one. Number two, I um, I try to have fun with, with all of this. Um, there are new opportunities that have come from the book and, and I view this as just like one really interesting ride that has the potential to help others and be really fun in the process. And so uh, so I try to not take it too seriously in that regard. Yeah. And um, and that takes the edge off um, as well. And let's see if I'm traveling, I try to also um, not not go too far off the bandwagon. I find that the the more more days I'm on this planet, the harder it is to recover. If I if I go on in a kind of. Um, off of my routine binger, so to speak. And so, uh, so I still try to, you know, get some exercise in when I'm away and and not, not have too many unhealthy
1: meals. So you mentioned fun. That's where we end on an anchor this one. And it's just kind of the personal spoke of life, whether it's self-care or fun or play or hobbies or interests. Uh, What inspires you? What do you, what do you keep partaking in to keep you the joyful Ethan your family loves.
0: Uh, I cook every day. I love cooking. The more complicated the recipe, the better. Uh, I take a bath every single night, religiously, to the um, amusement of all of my my friends. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, that's but, that's different. Uh, okay. It, it's a, it's a it's a it's a way of, of actually reflecting huh. and reading and just kind of leaving behind some of the work or work and and just. Um, getting in some fun time in the mind. Uh, I spend time with my kids and, um, I try to, on the weekends, take a pause from, from work, not entirely. I, I keep some time on the weekends for just doing fun stuff, yeah, like fun work, which, but not the, not the drudgery stuff. And, um,
1: and, and hanging out with friends that I would say that's the formula for me. Yeah. Well, hey, thank you. Thanks for the behind the scenes look and hitting on this uh, again as we look at the chatter. It's, it's going to be paramount to me as I look at some of my daily habits. What are the chatter that goes along uh, with that? So thanks for your time again and, uh, and for being with us and sharing about you.
0: Thanks so much for having me, Kevin. Great fun.
1: Well, again, Ethan Cross's book is called Chatter, The Voice in Your Head, Why It Matters and How to Harness It. You can find that, of course, anywhere you buy your books and you can connect with Ethan at EthanCross with a K dot com. Coming up next in Ziegler show episode 980, we're going to talk about personal coaching, what it takes to be a good coach and what it takes to get benefit from coaching. We really talked about through understanding what it is you need. If you're interested in coaching, what do you need? What do you want to find in a coach? And conversely, if you're a coach, do you know what you best offer and not? Where your strengths are? So it's really uh, the converse of whether you're needing coaching or you are coaching of understanding what the need is and what the offer is. A Really interesting discussion.